All right, so what is going on, podcast world? So I am here with Luis. Luis, say hi. Hi. So this is the <laughs> first time that I've actually been in the podcast room. Before, it's usually on the phone. Gotcha. I don't really like it because uh, it goes out. Like I was telling you earlier, is the, the Wi-Fi, it really relies on the Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. So I really wanted some crisp audio, and I think the podcast room is where I'm going to come and start doing these type of things when, when somebody lives here. I feel right? you. So, so just let's start this podcast, and, and I want to get into... The background. Give me some context about how you started getting into what you're doing now. Well, uh, it was a lot of trial and error. I well, I want to say it was trial and error. Um, it wasn't something that I was going to initially just dive into. It was something that I was just going to, you know, uh, see if it was going to work out. It was not like I'm going to do this and this is going to be like, you know, the thing that I'm going to do. It was just kind of like a last resort thing because. Um, not, it sounds like in a, in a bad way, but it's more like I just didn't know where I was in life, you know? So I was just like, let me give it a try. I, I did hair and makeup, you know, let's just see where it goes. And it just kind of took off from there. <laughs> so how long did you do uh, hair and makeup for? Well, I've been doing makeup since I was six. Okay. Uh, but I guess on people um, since I was like 13, I want to okay. say. And uh, a lot of people actually don't know this, but um, IBC used to actually hire me, well, through a third party, but, uh, and I would do a bunch of the hair and makeup for their commercials. And okay. I remember I was on set once and uh, the, you know, the director was filming for the commercial. They were like, okay, well, uh, you know, who's in charge of hair and makeup? And they pointed to 16 year old me and I'm like, <laughs> hi, <laughs> that would be me. And uh, he was just like, a bit confused he's like yeah are you aren't you supposed to be in school you know um but as always i always let the work do the talking you know so he was pretty impressed and then we did three other ones after that so how hard is that because i know like for me like obviously i'm in a, i'm in a digital market landscape right gotcha. so a lot of people i talk to are in traditional media yeah so i'm looked like as the young guy which i feel i'm old but i'm the <laughs> young guy right and i'm coming in here and i'm i'm kind of like so th this this is the thing I did inadvertently. I lowered the cost of videographers here in the valley, and I know this for a fact. Oh god! <laughs> I think it, I think it was a bad thing too because uh, I was always really good at figuring out how to do things, right? So I, I yeah, picked yeah. up photography, I picked up videography, and I just got good enough at it to sell it. Gotcha. Period. I'm yeah. I'm a businessman, right? So I wanted to go in there and, and make it as cheap as possible for owners to to be able to afford this. Yeah. Because it's a premium thing, right? Gotcha. But I think I, I work so fast. I, I do a video at an event and I pop it out like right yeah. then and there. And people I are like, oh, that. this is what they expect yeah. all the time now. And long gone are the days where you have to wait two weeks for a video to be rendered out and published. Yeah. It's, it's not long, no longer like that, right? I feel you. So I think I inadvertently lowered the price and I kind of, I think that's why videographers and photographers kind of hate me. <laughs> maybe, maybe they can't sell. But They're I mean, like, oh, I, I, yeah, like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, your work is actually really good. Like, thank you, thank I you. mean, that sounds bad, right? You're saying it like that. But no, like I saw it on IG stories and I was just like, OK, he's real good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been an experience. But I, like I said, I, I only got good at it to sell it yeah. because people are super visual. And I'm assuming in your industry, they're super visual as well. Yeah. So how did you get into your conventions quite a bit, right? Well, this is actually going to be my first convention that I ever go to. So talk about that. Um, to be honest, they, like we were actually talking off air. Um, and, uh, you know, it was something that I was just going as a guest. And then I, they found out that I was going to go and, you know, they invited me. So it's actually going to be like my first ever experience going to, first of all, L.A., period. I had never been. Uh, and then going to such a convention. It's actually BeautyCon, which is one of the largest beauty conventions in the United States. Uh, and uh, I'm actually very nervous, yeah. <laughs> not going to lie. Uh, nervous for going to L.A. and nervous to go to this convention. You know, it's it's actually really crazy. So when you go to these things, what what's there? Like, what are the things that, that happen at these places? Well, um, there's a lot of different brands there that, you know, they sell makeup. Um, it could be anything beauty related. It could actually be also like, uh, I want to say that they also do like hair and anything really just in the spectrum of beauty. Uh, so, you know, I'm, it, they have basically just a bunch of vendors, uh, and you go and there's a bunch of like meetings, um, where people actually get to sit down and it's like kind of like a Ted talk type thing. Okay. Uh, you know, but they get to meet, you know, you get to meet your favorite influencers who are just killing it right now. 
Uh, there's a bunch of top ones that are going to be attending, which is something that I'm so nervous for. But mainly for my aspect uh, of, you know, my experience is more of a network uh, to go and get to meet, you know, companies that I want to work with and, you know, just basically swap information so we can work later on, gotcha. whether it's like doing PR or, um, you know, maybe doing some sponsored uh, content. It really just depends on what you want from the brands and what the brands want to give, you know? Yeah. So you're you're in a new realm of, of digital marketing and advertising. Yeah. So you're in influencer marketing, yeah. which which is awesome because I, I just... Uh, I've known the power of it like for the past few years because there's these people uh, like Derek Kaczynski gotcha. from uh, MTV's uh, one of the, the one of those shows right we brought him down to one of the bars here and he has like a hundred thousand followers and yeah. he, he has that command the, the following right mm -hmm. so how does that translate into you working with people and how does it what I'm interested in is how does it translate monetarily well there there's a lot of different ways that you can go about it um, I like when it comes to the monetary portion of it, I just do it in a way that I could make maybe work for it for my own. You know, sometimes I like with Derek, he could be in a different type of, of an influence where he can go to a bar and he could charge, you know, you know the club or the bar and he, they get paid. In my in my realm of beauty, we get paid through companies and stuff like that. So personally, I don't get compensated from from brands whenever they message me. I tell them that I don't want a discount code or I don't want a sponsored post. Uh, you know, well, I kind of said like where I do want a sponsored post, but in the sense where it's like paid content, there's a difference. But I'm not actually going to say a product works when it doesn't work. Right. You know, that I won't do. Uh, if I do love the the product, then, you know, and it's sponsored, that would be phenomenal. Um, but in the sense of, of monetary, it's just basically you have the influence to build your own business. So for example, me, I'm, I have my makeup academy. Uh, so I use my influence to get it known, you know, oh, sorry. I get it known um, that I have this makeup academy and then that's where, you know, I start getting my source of income, you know, gotcha. for them coming to me. But in sense of getting mon like monetary money from, from brands just, for the hell of it, I, I don't do. Okay, so yeah, there's a bunch of different ways you can monetize yeah. it down the line, right? It's, there's a lot of ways yeah. that you can do it, a lot of so ways. So this Makeup Academy, what is that? So it's something that I started as a passion project. Uh, and again, since you know I don't make money off of brands, I was just like, okay, well, there has to be another way that I could maybe work for my for my own cash. I'm not saying that if influencers you know go about it that way, is it's a bad thing. I just personally don't want there to be that uh, that narrative of uh, I'm getting paid through your consumption. You know, right. I, I want the my viewers to know that if I say, you know, this water is fucking amazing, it's amazing because I tried it out and I liked it, you know, not because I'm getting paid for it. Right. So I, try, I started getting creative and, and it's something that I've always done. I actually started doing videos because I love to teach. Um, and, uh, you know, I was just like, why don't I actually do this in person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and people can come and, you know, they can better their skills and be a better makeup artist and and uh, or also get better at makeup if they don't want to be a makeup artist. So it actually worked out very well for me. And again, I, I put in my hours. I work Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays with that, uh, you know, and it's 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 a lot of work. Actually, that's why, you know, my, my mom works with me in, in that sense. And, you know, she really never knew how much work is involved into it until she started working with me and she's like yeah. oh okay <laughs> i get it you know yeah. so that's what makes me feel good you know that i get to work for my own motherfucking cash <laughs> yeah i think that's badass yeah so like i i think the internet has opened up a whole generation of of whole potential new. yeah like anybody can literally do anything they've ever whatever. wanted to do whatever ever. you want yeah and i think it's just the lazy people that are sitting on the couch waiting for an opportunity to come exactly. like all right well when's my chance coming it, yeah. it doesn't happen like that and obviously you can attest to that. Yeah. And I feel like for people like you and I, we're, we were just like, you know, wanting to do something and we wanted to be because I like to be creative, but in a in a more of a freedom aspect of it. Like, I don't like for people to tell me, like, you can do this and you can do that because guess what? I'm going to go fucking do it. Yeah. So I feel like with the Internet and, you know, I'm able to do whatever I feel like doing. And if I want to do, you know, wear makeup and have a beard i'm gonna fucking do it you know yeah. so and it and it works yeah, I, I think that's awesome it's just there's just so many people that are scared of taking that step yeah so that's what i wanted to ask you your three tips for people 
that want to try something but are probably too scared to try it? I, number one, just get the fuck up and do it. <laughs> you know, uh, and you know, my viewers, I said something that I always tell them: get up and 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 go for it. I I have this thing where I say, dream big, work hard, and always stay humble. Um, and it's one of the things that actually has helped me out a lot. It's just actually having the initiative of just actually getting up and and doing it. It's a lot of fucking work, but it's yeah. it's possible. Uh, number two is just being active on social. Um, that is number one. You have to have a presence on there and you need to actually make sure that people are, are seeing that you're constantly uploading. You're constantly, you can have one to two likes, but as long as people see that there's a presence there, that you're active, you know, I feel like that is in a long run is going to help you out a lot. And number three, just be nice <laughs> and humble. That's yeah. just it. There's a lot of people that are not nice in this industry. That is true. That is true. There are a lot of assholes out yeah. there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So let me touch on social media. How, how, when did you know that, okay, this is actually something that's real and it translates to like when you go to places, like obviously I'm sure people know you, right? Yeah. When well, did you notice that it was a real thing? Well, uh, I, a lot of people know me here because one of the, uh, you know, main goals for me was to be, well, have my work recognized, but I didn't think that it was going to translate to me being recognized. I was just kind of like, it, honestly, a lot of people do it for the wrong reasons. And they're just like, I want to have fame and I want to have money. And, and it doesn't come like that. And people think that it's easy. It's not easy at all. Uh, but, you know, um, I, I was actually, you know, talking about it in, in, uh, in an interview and, uh, my dad actually realized it kind of late into the game that there was something here because i mean don't get me wrong i'm not where i want to be this is just barely the beginning for me so when people say oh you're successful and i'm just kind of like in a certain aspects i can i can attest to it and say yes but and i can give you like 90 percent that i'm nowhere near where i want to be right. but i feel like i'm on the road you know but as far as uh recognition and and having that here in the valley yeah, that is actually something that I've worked my ass off for. Like literally day and night, people were going out. I missed a lot of parties. I still miss a lot of parties. I don't get to see my family a lot. Do you miss it? Sometimes. Yeah. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Like I just miss the laughters and just the good times. Like yesterday was actually one of those. Last <laughs> yeah. Last night we were just hanging out and it was just like one of those last minute things. And I happened to be free, you know, and then I went to go and hang out with my family. And it's so sad because it's like we live in the exact same city, but I just don't have the time because right. I'm over here so focused, you know, like just on this career. And I'm just hoping that there's a good outcome out of it. Do you view that as a bad thing? Because for me, for example, I, I work out of my house, right? So yeah. I, I can literally work from anywhere. I have Wi-Fi. Yeah. But I have kids. I'm married. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Anywhere there's it's Wi-Fi. It's awesome. Anywhere there's Wi-Fi. But I have a home office, so sometimes I get focused just like you. I, I, I focus and, and I obsess about one thing. Yeah. And uh, a lot of my times, like, my daughter or my son's like nagging me. He's like, yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> Do you feel like it's a bad thing? It's a good thing that, that the Internet has opened up this, this whole new conversation where yeah. anybody can have a voice, whether it's wrong or right? Yeah. What do you think? Um, I to be honest, I just, there has to be a balance with, with everything. I think, think there's a balance in any career. Um, so I'm still trying to learn that. I'm, uh, I mean, I did a lot of errors myself when you mentioned, you know, somebody have, has, some people have, uh, you know, that, that platform for a good voice and a bad voice. And I feel like for a long period of time last year, I was just in a really negative space, like where I just, you know, you get into your head and you start thinking about success and you're just like, am I fucking there? Is it worth it? Uh, so, I mean, I have to admit it. I was there in that in that mental space last year and it really fucking sucked. Um, but I, I in, in a sense, there's always an audience for everyone. Right. You know, if there's, you know, people who have a bad voice in the Internet, there's an audience and there's, you know, I just feel like with with the internet there's just so much of freedom to yeah. do whatever you want and i feel like people are barely like snapping into it and saying oh shit this is a thing you know and it's been around for a while it's just barely yeah. catching on it's crazy well for me um you know i started in actually really abruptly like started in 2015 but it was more like an amateur type of thing i was mm -hmm. just not really into it but i took it a lot more serious in 2016 when facebook live first first launched uh, and that was my avenue, you know, so 
um, it was it was really good because I got to, you know, reach a lot of people in a, a lot much faster, you know, route. Um, but to answer your question, I, I feel like yes and no. <laughs> There's just a balance. Yeah. yeah. So the one thing I always tell my clients and a lot of people that I meet um, is if they were actually to go on social media live right in front of the camera. Yeah. Their business would skyrocket. Oh, hell yeah. They just some people just can't do it. Mm -hmm. So what does your setup look like? when you're at home or filming or when you're filming on the road, what does that look like? And is it nerve wracking that first time that you push live and then you just let it go out? Well, I'll give you two different setups when I first started to where I'm at now. Okay. <laughs> um, and where, when I first started, actually, my mom hated this and she's here so she can attest to this. I would get the lamps from our living room and I would take off like the hood of it, like the, what is it? Like just the, the lamp of it. Mm -hmm. And I would just take it off. And I would use that as lighting. Um, my setup was just like, it was so amateur. It was like amateur porn type of thing <laughs> where it was just like literally like the um, most like nastiest setup ever, but I made it work, you know, yeah. um, to where it's now, now I actually invested in studio lighting and it actually makes a lot of huge of a difference. Um, so honestly, it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing now. <laughs> yeah. So what does your setup look like now? You have the studio lighting, you have yeah. your, are you recording with your phone? Or? Yeah, now I record with my, oh, I, I have always uh, gone live with my phone. There was a time where I actually tried it with the camera and it, it was too HD for my skin and I was just like, not cute. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but now I have, uh, I have Barnes uh, style. Okay. You know, the ones that open up yeah. and, yeah. Okay. and they're panels. So I have four of those and then I have a ring light. So you have uh, a dedicated setup wherever oh, you yeah, film all the time. 100%. Okay. Uh, I mean, and, but the thing is now, since I have, again, it kind of falls back into balance since now that, that I have like three different businesses, um, I don't have a lot of time to do it. Uh, so whenever I do get to do it, it's pretty amazing. Sometimes I feel bad for, uh, for my squad. Um, that's what I call it, my viewers. I, I don't like to say followers. I, I, don't, I don't like that. Um, I feel like squad is more like, it's kind of silly, but it, for me, it was like, it, we're not family because obviously we're not family, but yeah. we're fucking amazing friends. Yeah. Um, but what's it called? Um, you know, whenever I do get to go live, it's it's always fun. But it's set up for lives all the time in my in my own little beauty space. Wow. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you get overwhelmed because you said you have what three businesses out yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So what you did to start it and then where you got, do you ever feel like like you just turn your back on the thing that initially made you? Yeah. what it is that you are now and again it goes back into balance i'm yeah. still trying to figure that out because you know my attention is you know having to be drifted into making these businesses successful because again i don't want to have to rely on companies to pay me to say that the product works or for me to get a, a you know money off of my off of my squad's discount codes you know so i have to, it's kind of a balance i have to figure it out and sometimes I'm tired. Like, for example, last night I, I was exhausted. Uh, I was I mean, it was self-inflicted because I was hanging out with my family. Yeah. And I mean, I don't really don't get that much, you know, of that time. But um, I still I, I put it on, on my like page and I was like, I'm going to go live, but it's going to be later, you know. And I got home and I was just like, you know, I could my, my partner could tell that I was like exhausted. And uh, he's like, you know, let's go to bed already. And I was like, no, I got to do this. I got to go live. And I did it. And it was a really successful life. You know, it's yeah. sometimes they're amazing. Sometimes they suck. But regardless, I do it for those who watch me and, and who started for me from the very beginning. There's people that have been with me since before anything, you know, and they're still with me. So yeah. it's pretty amazing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You have that that camaraderie with your, your group that you talk to all the time. Yeah. And those are like your super fans. Yeah. Right? That's awesome. So you were talking about, you talked about your mom, you talked about your dad. What was that like growing up? Because were you putting on makeup when you were six years old, no. eight years old? So, <laughs> so no. explain to me that situation. Like, how did they, did they, did they uh, support you along the way? Or no. was it, was it a very hard <laughs> My transition? My going to be like, what? <laughs> but no, it was, a, it, fuck no, it wasn't that. Uh, my, both my parents are, were Christian pastors. They came to Christ in 1996. I was six years old. Uh, so around that time, they always kind of knew. My mom's like, there. I mean, when I came out, I had to get drunk and tell my mom, like, I'm gay. And she's like, I already fucking knew. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. Like, you know. Uh, but for, with my dad, it was a little different. You know, he's always been a little bit, you know, the dad. You know, that's yeah. just how it goes. Um, so, I mean, they kind of always knew that I did hair and makeup because, again, they would 
either drive me to locations to do hair and makeup when I was super young. Um, you know, the, I might, honestly, my dad always told me just be a makeup artist. He would always tell me, but they never expected for me to do it on myself. Yeah. Um, so I remember when I started doing YouTube in 2015, I would hide it from my mom. Like I would literally hide it. I would film it with my iPhone and I would upload. They were like the most dumbest videos, but I still, <laughs> I still have them on my, on my YouTube, but they're on private. Um, but what's it called in 2016 when I was doing lives? Well, it was live. So sometimes I couldn't schedule my filming time around their time whenever they were asleep uh, or gone. Cause sometimes, you know, I mean, my, my parents visit Monterrey a lot. Um, so um, I remember there was one time where I thought she was gonna be in fucking Reynosa and she was not gonna come home. And I was live, you know, fucking full blown in makeup. <laughs> and I remember that my door just didn't lock. So I, I had a lock, but it just wouldn't fucking lock for some goddamn reason. And I remember, like, I honestly did not hear her. I was because I, I when I start doing lives, like I, I go crazy. I start like blabbering because I mean, it's just you and your phone. Yeah. You know, I mean, technically people are watching you, but um, what's it called? Like, they're not actually talking to you in, in a vocal aspect. It's just through through comments. Uh, so I'm over here like going crazy talking. And then I just hear the door open and it's kind of like, I'm pretty sure you went through this because, you know, I'm pretty sure. But like whenever you were getting busy with your girlfriend and then your parents would open the door and you're just like, oh shit, you know, like you just kind of flinch. Well, that was the exact same reaction of me, but it was with makeup. And my mom was just like, okay, I'm gonna close the door now, you know? And that was the first time she ever, she was the first one that actually ever saw me in makeup besides my partner. Uh, and she was just like, she tripped the fuck out. She really? thought I was trans. She thought I was trying to, uh, you know, she honestly, she thought like the worst things ever. And I actually had to sit down and say, you know what, this is a career outlet. I'm just trying to express myself through artistry. And, you know, I don't have a model to do it on. And, uh, for me, it was honestly, a lot of people, uh, asked me on live, um, you know, a few days ago that, you know, where I said, in a different interview that, um, you know, that I do it as a career, not because like it's something that I not necessarily love, but like something that it's like menace, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and uh, for, it was a career, cho it was a career move for me because I didn't have models that, that were, you know, accessible to my schedule. Sometimes I could and they couldn't and they couldn't, I couldn't. So then that's why I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me do it. I'm seeing Manny. I'm seeing Patrick. Uh, these are big top beauty bloggers do it. And I'm just like, how am I going to showcase my artistry if I don't have anyone to do it on? So, you know, I, it was still that Christian side of me where I was just like, this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, I'm going against Christ. You know, just that Christian mentality that still resides in me. And, uh, I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to give it a try. I sat down with my partner and I said, you know what? Do you mind if I do this? And he's like, why well, are you going to do it every day? And I was just like, no, it's just something that I want to showcase, you know, through my face that I'm able to do makeup. Because again, if you look at me, you know, I'm not your typical flamboyant feminine, you know, over the top, you know, gay guy. I'm, I'm just more, a little bit more chill. So girls are not going to identify themselves with someone that's a little bit more rugged in that sense of the, gay spectrum you know mm -hmm. they're gonna want to go with someone that's a little bit more girly looking you know so that's why i was just like i think it would be a, c a good career move for me to start doing it on myself and then um when i first did it i just fell in love i was just like holy shit this is something you know i i love how i feel in makeup it makes me feel amazing uh i i felt invinci invincible i i felt like i can just go down anyone and I can read them and just be like, bitch, I look better. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's just like one of those things where you just put it on and it's just, it's just like you feel amazing, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. So you were, you're talking about being frustrated that you couldn't find anybody to do stuff. Yeah. Same thing with me. Like I, we're in an industry like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's yeah. go, let's go. And you don't have time to wait for people. Mm -hmm. So I, I went through the same thing. I was like, you know what? I can hire these people to get my message out or I can just do it myself. Yeah. And you know, I think the thing is like, like I keep saying this, like, getting in front of that camera is the first step yeah and doing funny stuff and creative stuff i think that's the different differentiator where if you're creative and you have some type of marketing skill you're going to be successful period yeah period and uh I, I just think that that not too many people or too many people are afraid of not exploring that avenue yeah i think it's it's a waste of time just go out 
go especially businesses yeah. you know they really should i mean if we're talking in the business aspect social media is going to be your number one thing your number one target because people are not really looking into uh you know commercials anymore they're they're really looking into that interaction in between human beings again they don't want to see something that's so put together where it becomes a sales pitch you know they want to see where it's a little bit more of a lifestyle versus something that's more commercial you know right no i completely agree uh so from your experience passion versus money um i was a musician for a long time I, I thought i was passionate about it right and then i finally figured like what you genre know, I did a little bit of everything. So I, I would sing in a cover band, and then gotcha. we went to a, uh, a Spanish oh. rock okay. band, which was original music. Oh, gotcha. Right? So we got to do stuff like in the Dubuque, Iowa Film Festival. We played Sixth Street, Austin. But I always thought, you know, it, it's it's a very hard industry to break into. Oh, fuck So yes. I was like, you know what, maybe I, I like money, right? So yeah. I'm going to go after money. Is it a bad thing to go after the money versus a passion, or does the passion come after the money what do you think for me i think it has to be passion and <clears throat> excuse me the only reason why i have to think about it in a business aspect is only to fund back my passion because again passion doesn't pay your bills right. you know what i'm saying but it does in the long run help you out um and uh for me again it just goes back into doing things the correct way i could easily have taken a bunch of sponsorships and and said you know what you know, shit, I'm fucking making a shit ton of money. I could have made a shit ton of money last year and, and killed it and not have to have uh, three businesses where I'm stressing about it every single day and gone that route. Yeah. But for me, it just kind of goes back into, you know, what I love to do. And, and in the long run, it's it's because it really has to, it has to go back into your audience. You know what I'm saying? If your audience is, faith, is faithful and, and they're there with you, I think passion should come number one and then money will just come with it, you know, to where it can fund back whatever you're doing. But if your mentality is, you know, not to kind of cross what you said, but like where it's money, 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 you know, you're going to lose yourself and you're going to lose that passion and you're going to lose the people that, you know, kind of went with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you touched on the audience. How do you create an engaged audience? Just being yourself. I know it sounds so cheesy. It sounds so fucking stupid. I, I, I honestly have researched this so many times where I'm just like, especially last year, because again, I was in such a bad mental space last year where I was just thinking about numbers left and right. And I, when I did myself, when I was just fucking idiot Louise, it just worked every single time. <laughs> but I never just saw it. I just, yeah. I was just so busy and trying to be picture perfect and, you know, paint this, this narrative that there's money and there's, you know, like, you know, there's nice clothes and I'm always at nice restaurants and I'm just like, but that's not really me. Well, the nice clothes, yes. <laughs> but, you know, like this lavish life where I'm just kind of like, you know, who the fuck am I trying to be? I'm right. from Edinburgh. My mom is from Monterrey. My dad is from Tamaulipas. Donde chingados? You know what I'm saying? Me puedo agarrar yo. You know, yeah. I, and I always say this to, to, to my viewers. Girl, I come from the projects. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I can make it, you can make it. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. That's just my my mentality. Yeah, I, don't... I think you need to have that that humbleness, that part of it. And I think it, it's carried on from, yeah. obviously, what your parents taught you when you are growing up and all that Yeah. Stuff. Oh, fuck, yes. <laughs> Miss Juanita over here. <laughs> By the way, we have Luis's mom over here. Yes. She's doing some uh, background stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, she knows uh, the drill. She knows the drill. <laughs> <laughs> She's trained already. Yeah. <laughs> So one of the things I've been fascinated with lately, and it's off subject. So this is a uh, science and technology, right? So Elon Musk is probably one of the people that I follow a ton. Gotcha. And he has a Neuralink. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Neuralink. Not yet. So, so <laughs> Neuralink is, is a way to get AI and uh -huh. combine it with humans oh, to yeah. be able to make your life better or whatever, yeah. right? So you'll be able to implant a chip into your uh, head. Into, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And you'll be able to upload memories and download oh, skills. Shit. So that's the crazy part. And that's just the beginning, right? Do you see yourself as one of those people that will get implanted and and be, I guess, superhuman or part of, of everything? Do you find yourself as that person? <clears throat> well, when it when it comes to that, I, I'm just like, 
if you got talent, you got talent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in that sense, uh, where we can get like these superhero, I guess, uh, skills. Um, I don't know. For me, it's just kind of like if it's not natural. <laughs> but then again, I don't know if it helps out humanity in that sense where we could progress in, in a more, um, you know, efficient way and, and have a brighter future. I say, why not? But I'm still in that Christian aspect where I'm just like apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, they're just going to run us over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find it fascinating. I think, I think um, it's either it's going to be really good for us or, or really, it's gonna be bad. really bad. Yeah. yeah there's machines are just going to be like efficient enough. And he's like, I wouldn't even need yeah, these people. We're just like, oh, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. So another thing, this uh, Area 51 thing. Do you yeah. hear about that? Oh, the, yeah. The whole raid they're going to go over there. Did you see on Twitter how crazy <laughs> it went? I didn't see how. I, I know there's, what, 1.9 million people are estimated to go. So that's that's crazy. I'm down. <laughs> you would go? Yeah, I'm 100%. <laughs> I want to see these aliens. So, I'm just like. So they're, the, the government was saying just back off. So what happens is like, we all story to yeah. start shooting everybody. That would be a huge massacre. I'm down. Like, well, not to see that, but like to be part of it. Yeah, to be part of it. But you know how it all started, right? No, I don't. I don't. So it actually started on Twitter. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with like Disney comms, like where uh, they're like Disney original movies where it's like, um, it's like uh, High School Musical, um, Cheetah Girls, <laughs> okay. Wendy Wu. You're probably like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> so all of these things were, were trending. Sky High was trending. I mean, this is just like nostalgia for me. Uh, and then Area 51 was trending. R. Kelly was trending. And everyone was like, oh, my God, Twitter's fucking broken. But it was just like this thing, you know, and it just kind of went crazy because they were like, is the government trying to fucking do something to us? I don't know. Do you believe in conspiracies? I it depends. It depends which conspiracies. Uh, I believe in all of them. Really? You, so you believe in Bigfoot? OK, not that. <laughs> not that. I feel like someone out there has got a Bigfoot, but yeah. I don't think there's actual Bigfoot. Yeah, no, I, I do. I do. Uh, depending on, on which ones, because there's some far left out there. There's some crazy ones. Don't what's, even what's started, a Yeah, well, let's don't talk about that. Started, what, what's the craziest conspiracy you've heard of? I just think the Illuminati is real. Just going to say it. Fuck that. <laughs> Watch my life just turns off. I know, right? <laughs> the whole thing gets yeah. shut down. <laughs> no, I'm just I feel like that's number one, because, again, it just goes back into my beliefs. But uh I, I mean, I really do believe aliens are, I'm going to, people are going to be like, what the fuck are we listening to? <laughs> no, but for sure, I feel like aliens do exist. I just, it's my thing. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I was going to ask you. So, so <laughs> also at the same time, uh, I've heard that in the, in the, in the infinite, infinite world, right? Yeah. That there's the the universe is so vast yeah. that there's another you and another me oh, and your yeah. mom right here having the same conversation doing the same exact things over and over and over yeah. and over again in so many different ways, right? Yeah. So do you, do you subscribe to that? Yeah, 100%. That's why I just feel like that's where you have to be careful with who you bring into your life. Real crazy and deep, but uh, it it's really has to do a lot with that. I Sometimes when you just meet one person, you just get in a fucking bad mood. I just feel like, you know, behind that, you're just in the exact same shit, just doing it over and over and over again. And I feel like that's where bad vibes come from. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever seen someone que no mas te cae mal, just, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And you just like reminisce on that shit, how like just the guy don't- That energy stays with you. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's real bad energy. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. I found that, that the older I get, and I guess the more, more I think about things, I can choose who I want to be around. Fuck and that's yeah. not the case for a lot of people. That's they not. just feel like they're just stuck with these people and that's it. That was me. Yeah. yeah. Not going to lie. <laughs> that was me last year. <laughs> so what was it that changed? Me, to be honest. It had to do a lot with uh, self-discovery, uh, figuring out that I needed to love myself more than, than other people. Because you see, whenever you get raised by this lady called Juanita Raquel Salinas, <laughs> you're brought up to serve and to always you know, do the best you can to help people out, which is not a bad thing. Right. But it becomes a bad thing when people see that and they're like, you know what, let me take advantage of that. And uh, that's where I was last year, you know, and it really fucking sucked. And it's okay to be selfish. You know, uh, I, 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 again, I was not brought up to be selfish. I was brought up to help people out, to, to do the most, literally. This woman right here, I mean, I know I keep talking about my mom, but she just does the most. And I'm over here always to having to defend her because people take advantage of her sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's not a bad thing because, you know, I just feel like if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you get bad. Right. Um, but it still kind of falls into, you know, uh, 
having to love yourself first before you can actually help other people. And I feel like a lot of people see that in a, in a bad way to to say no or to sometimes if someone needs help and you just genuinely can't, uh, you know, sometimes you feel really bad about it. But I don't know. I just I, I'm learning to again, it just goes back into that thing that I said, balance and trying to figure all of that out. And it really took and it sounds so cheesy, Josh, like you're going to be like, seriously, but <laughs> I don't do New Year's resolutions. And I did one this year where I was just like, first of all, I'm going to travel. I'm traveling. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to be a better person, work on myself. I had a lot of envy. I had a lot of jealousy. I was just like looking at other people and I'm just like hating nonstop. Uh, but at the same time, I was trying to do good. And, and, you know, I went above and beyond for people and it just did not result in the best way. And uh, but again, it just it was honestly like a lot of it was like my own shit. Like it was something that I was having to battle with my own self. And again, it's just like you said, like as you get older, you start realizing that you have control of who you can fucking bring into your life and who you can't. Yeah. And it honestly, it is something that people really need to remember because sometimes we stress in life for the dumbest shit and it's self inflicted. That's true. That's very it's true. It's literally self inflicted. Yeah. You don't have to have A and B next to you. You can just say, don't vibe with you. You know, God be with you, you know, because yeah. not, you, yeah, you and I are not good. So so what was it? Because obviously there's something there that that that's under there that, oh God, that changes it. <laughs> I want I want to hear that story. Like what was it that that was so bad that you're talking about envy, right? Yeah. Well what was it that that just flipped that switch for you? Where I realized that I was in that I mean, because when you feel envy and you feel jealousy, uh, you do know that you're feeling that, you know? And uh again, people associate that to a bad thing, but I just feel like it shouldn't be a bad thing. You you I feel like if you're feeling envy and jealousy, it should be kind of like um, that spark that makes you want to do better. I actually recently posted uh, a quote on my on my Facebook and it said um, uh, someone doing more than you is never going to talk shit. But someone who's doing less is going to be the one that's talking shit because they don't have time. <laughs> exactly. So that's where I was at. And I'm just like wait, I'm not doing enough with my life. I'm not taking my full potential. I'm not working as hard. I'm not doing all of this shit, you know, that maybe these people are. And, uh, you know, I never really realized that everyone has their own hell. And because I, I see it painted in a different way on social media doesn't mean that off of social media, it's a different aspect because some people can portray that they're super happy and everything's going amazing. But in reality, it's all shit in the other side, you know? Um, so I just had to be, uh, it, it was a lot of, again, self-discovery. It had to, it had, I had to go back to my roots where I had to have compassion and understanding and, and uh, try to be a better person because I feel like that is number one. And I'm, I'm really trying to stay true to my New Year's resolution. Don't, tr don't get me wrong. There's some times where, you know, bitches try me <laughs> and I'm just like, Ugh. but yeah, I have to just remain calm and remember that, you know, you have to always just be nice and be kind. And honestly, it sounds so stupid, but it gets you so much further than than having that reside in you. But again, it's okay to feel jealousy and envy because that means it's gonna make you step up your game right. and work harder. And and but I mean, don't don't like resonate in it. Just right. feel it and then let it go and get to fucking work. Yeah. yeah, I think I think a lot of people think that selfishness is it, it comes with bad terms, yeah. right? But I, I honestly, for myself, like the first time I started being selfish is when I figured out, you know what, like I can actually do more by being selfish and then give back more. Exactly. By being selfish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how that it's, works. It's true, because when you uh, when you are not selfish you're giving a, you're giving away the little that belongs to you because you're not focusing on yourself and then you're straining yourself thin and and, and it sucks because you're you have to work even harder and and you just put yourself in a corner and it's like people are going to take you know and they're going to take and take and yeah. take and take and take and you have to take care of yourself because no one else is going to take your take better care of yourself than yourself yeah. you know and again that was something that i i had uh, a lot of self discovery to do I had a lot of self-love um, and I, I, I know people are going to be like, oh, that's cheesy as fuck. But truly, it does work. It really does work. And uh, again, that was just me in January. And this year, it the, the whole narrative of my life just changed just by switching it to 
being a lot more compassionate and more understanding, more more caring of myself, but of others at the exact same time. Uh, it, it, and honestly, I feel like I've gotten further in my career in the span of this time. Sorry, I keep hitting this thing. <laughs> I, I in this in I feel like I've gotten further in the span of when I had that self discovery and and I had to really be awake of of what I was doing last year. Uh, and I feel like I got further this year than I have ever in my in wow. my entire career. That's awesome. So juggling so many different things. A lot of people are are you got to do this one thing. You got to yeah. do this right, and that's it. Yeah. The world we're living in now is not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually starting, I'm shooting the pilot for a social media game show this coming week because there's just so much I want to do. Yeah. Right. And, and you can do it. And, you can yeah, do whatever you, you want. You can do it. So what's the advice for people that are, are like one one thing, they're doing one thing now and they hate their nine to five job. Well, what advice would you give them? Save money. <laughs> <laughs> Save all the money you can and invest in yourself. To be honest, again, social media is is a literally a free career you don't even have to go to it sounds bad i shouldn't be saying this but you don't have to go to college for this yeah. uh, you just have to be smart you have to be street smart you have to uh you know be book smart at the exact same time you have to i don't know there's just so many things with social media that you could just do and you can get the fuck up and actually do it and again that's why i advise everyone who who watches me you don't have to be in that eight to five job you can actually do whatever you want because you have that freedom we're just taught to always have a, a, a stable job. And again, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, there's a lot of suffering that comes with it when you go off the grid, you know, of, of this cookie cutter type lifestyle. But it's something that I wake up and I'm just like, I get to do what I want to do every single day. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That is the best feeling. Yeah. I think it, 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 it confuses a lot of people. Like my oh. wife was like, I came from Dairy Queen, right? So my dad owned Dairy Queen franchise in Mercedes. Oh, shit. So that's all I knew from six years old to like 30. But I was like, well, I'm going to do something. I, I would look out the window every day and like, what's it like having a lunch break yeah. somewhere else, right? I've never experienced that. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to go do it. And if I screw up, well, I screw up and I'll come back and do whatever, right? Yeah. But thank God I was semi-decent at what I did and I could sell it, right? <laughs> so, But my wife was like, well, what are you doing? You're changing your mind again. I think that's where a lot of people would stop. Is like I can I can do this nine to five job every yeah. single day for the rest of my life, and that's it. Or I can go and explore everything that I've ever wanted to explore. Yeah, and it's honestly it's there. It's waiting for you. You just have to get up and do it. Put the hard work in. Uh, yeah. Again, people think that social media is easy. It's not easy. Yeah. It's literally a career. It's literally a business. You have to get the fuck up, work hard at it. People always message me. How did you do it? How did you do it to be a makeup artist and to not have a job anymore? And that's actually something that I teach my students. My students in my academy, they are fully trained not to only be successful, uh, you know, artists in the artistry part of it, but to be successful business women and men. Uh, awesome. So I teach them. I I've literally have taught them the way of how to do it. And there's there, there is a little algorithm to kind of doing you know social media which i will get with you after the show because i don't want you giving everybody <laughs> <laughs> i got you no there is a way there is a way and and some people are selfish with that uh but then again knowledge is money <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> no, no, I'm I, I completely I'm agree <laughs> <laughs> no but uh for me uh, you have to be you know it's kind of what in spider-man they say with power comes with great power with, comes great responsibility yeah, yeah. So you have to just be careful who you give it to. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Okay. Yeah, but no, I find it fascinating that that this this whole new world, this whole new, it, it didn't exist ten years ago, yeah. or, it, or it didn't exist twenty years ago. Yeah. And everything's changing so fast. And Honestly, I, there's I, a ton of money out there. Oh yeah. That you can get, and if you're just creative, you have some sales experience, you know how to talk to people, you know how to build relationships, you'll you'll do really good. And, and you really know fast. what? I, this one thing that my parents never really understood when I was growing up was uh you know i well at first i i had an amazing career i had i was a child support officer i started off as an intern worked myself as a technician i got an actual job i was a paid intern and then i got a job offer with the state of texas and i was actually the youngest state employee i was 19. Wow. i got a certificate for that and uh what's it called i worked myself up to one two three technician to one two three officer and I and I quit. And uh, within that time, I was doing radio and TV. And my mom was like, "Why the fuck are you doing that? Focus on your career." Oh, she didn't say the F word. She didn't, she said, "Por qué chingados?" Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, she was just like, "Why are you doing this instead of having 
because I had a 401k, I had health insurance, I had a, a bomb ass car, you know, like it was just amazing. Life was great, but it was an eight to five job and I just didn't feel creative. I was, cause I also do marketing, I do graphics and all that stuff. So in my computer of the state, I would be doing digital work while, you know, doing yeah. that for my radio show that I had, Segunio. Um, <clears throat> and it was only on Saturdays cause that's the only time that I had, excuse me. <clears throat> but um, what's it called? Um, you know, it, it really was something that, you know, I had to really educate them because, you know, I, I did modeling when I was thinner, when I was, you know, 17, 18 years old, and they hated driving me to school every single time to learn how to do commercial modeling, how to do uh, a little bit more like editorial stuff. But then again, that actually helped me out with what I do now. I right. know how to take photos, you know, uh, and how to pose for them. And then uh, being with the state of Texas, I learned to be professional and how to send emails instead of text messages yeah. <laughs> and to be a lot more, you know, educated in that sense of of the more business aspect. Because regardless, we're, we are off the grid, but we have to work with people that are, you know, having right. that eight to five job because these are companies you were working with. So I, I now know how to work with them to, again, still be off the grid, but I know how to protect myself in the sense of like the business aspect of it and say, you know what, like I can handle my own shit and be professional. And sometimes they don't expect it from me. Sometimes I've gotten messages uh, from like, for example, I'm not going to mention who this person was, but I got uh, um, uh, an invite to a, uh, it, was, it was a radio interview with, um, I don't know going to say the name. I was about to say the name. I'm so bad. <laughs> uh, what's it called? But anyways, this person texted me and I'm just kind of like, no, go ahead and send me an email. And we can work through there. And he got really offended because I just said, no, go ahead and email me. Cause I just feel like it's more of a professional setting, right. you know? So I learned that through there. And then, you know, I worked at Chick-fil-A. I worked as a bartender. I worked as a server. So customer service was there. Sales was yeah. there, you know? So again, like, I feel like everything that you do in life will probably end up leading to what you're supposed to be at. And just, uh, you know, I feel like my road to it, I never really understood because I never felt like I fit in, you know, to anything that I was doing. But it was a learning experience to what I do now. Now I have customer service. Now I can be professional. Now I can know how to take a fucking photo. Uh, you know, marketing, I never really took a class or anything like that with myself. Um, oh, I also did marketing. I was uh, marketing five different businesses at one time while serving and bartending. Wow. And it really fucking sucked. But I was doing it <laughs> while doing videos and had clients. Damn. So, you know, it's all those things mixed together is the melting pot to social media now. You yeah, know? no, I completely agree. What you, what you said was right on the, the nail on the head. It's like yeah. all your accumulative experiences in life yeah. are leading up to what you're supposed to yeah. be doing. And you just don't get it because yeah. you're in the road, you know, but you have to really like zoom out because you're only seeing the cropped picture, you know? Yeah. And then when you, you know, just, I feel like every single time you, you get to something else, you're kind of seeing the bigger picture and the bigger picture. But I, I feel like uh, if a lot of people are who are going to hear this and, and are watching this, I feel like you just have to really, you know, allow yourself to go through life and, and allow yourself because sometimes we're in our highs and sometimes we're in our lows. People think I'm in my highs right now. I'm not. I really am not. Um, but it, it really has to be like what you do with it, you know, yeah. be half full or half empty. No, I completely agree. So you're in a very creative industry. Yeah, super. <laughs> what are three tips to stay creative? Or anybody, any creator out there. Smoke weed. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's like, what? <laughs> no, uh, I think just honestly, for me, it's just living life, you know, because life is just filled with creativity. And, you know, sometimes we get like writer's block and, you know, we're just like, what are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? What it, what has to be? But if, you, it, if it happens when you're just living life, these things just happen. You're just like, Oh, let me do this, you know, like, and just allowing yourself to just live instead of having to think about the next creative thing. It's going to come to you and it's going to happen because I feel like what is meant to be has already happened. You just have to allow it just to happen, you know. Um, and to be honest, that's when I get the most creative. When instead of thinking about what's my next look, what is my next thing, I just go about life and then I'm just thinking like, oh, wait, I could do this. And it just happens, you know. I see something in on the road or I hear a song with with my partner or we're watching a movie and you're just like, you know, I could do this or I could do that or I could do this look or I could do this next video or I could do, you know, and it, and it just starts happening, you know. Yeah. So just uh, to be honest, I think that's all three right there. Just live life. So I always ask people, what does your next five years look like? But 
the way life changes so fast. What's your next six months look like? <laughs> the next six months? Well, I'm I, I I can't even tell you about the next six months to be honest, because I don't know if I'm going to move to LA. Um, I'm I'm going to in August, or actually in a, in a couple of weeks, uh, and I'm gonna go scope it out and see what my next move is because. I do have opportunities with with companies to to work with them and to have you know a creative collaboration, but um, you know I don't know if LA is for me. I love the valley. I honestly don't want to move. I really don't. But if it's going to be uh, you know a more smarter choice for like this step forward for my career, you know I'm willing to sacrifice leaving all the tacos and <laughs> you know all the parties. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that that people have to leave the valley to become no. successful? You don't because I always ask it to people and, and a lot of them that reach some level of success. They're yeah. like, no, you don't need to leave. You don't. The, the, they're very creative people right here that that Internet has. Opened I mean, just here yeah. in this building, I was like, I had never even seen this this place. And I'm just like, oh, my God, these are my people. You know, there was art. There was music. There was, you know, just a simple stage down, downstairs. I don't know what it's for, but I'm just yeah. like, that is fucking awesome. Yeah, you it's know, awesome. It's literally amazing because, I mean, we come from from musicians you know we we used to sing in church and everything and my brother has a has a has a band so we're, there's always music in my house you know but i just went a different route yeah. <laughs> but what's it called you know i i just uh, there's so much here in the valley that you really don't have to move you really yeah. don't people think i live in la all the time really i don't i really don't they're the, we were the first ones who had the fucking palm trees <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. So before we leave, I want to make sure that everybody can find you and all your channels and everything that you're doing. So uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook under Luis Alejandro Beauty. And uh, my Snapchat is actually a little complicated, but it's on my Instagram. <laughs> okay. So are you doing YouTube stuff as well? I actually just filmed my, well, second, trying my, my best to film for YouTube. But uh, I recently came back, I want to say it was this year. And it was it was it was a really good outcome. So I was just like, let me try it again. So awesome. I actually just filmed another video. I want to say it was on Saturday. Yeah, okay. Saturday night we I filmed one. But today I have a St. Jude's post, so I can't upload until maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Got you. Okay. Yeah. And you're uploading what three times a week, one time a week, or for Instagram? Uh, or yeah, for Instagram. For photos, it has to be every day. Okay. Because of the algorithm. Got That's you. another thing. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what's it called? But not, I don't always do that. Sometimes my algorithm goes down. But what's it's? I'm trying my best to stay afloat and keep businesses <laughs> afloat and my blogger life afloat and my personal life. It's it's all uh so i got two more questions before we finish off yeah anybody that wants to become a vlogger or a blogger mm -hmm. what's some advice you would give them like like for me being in front of a camera i bought this cool little thing uh the dji osmo oh it's my pretty God. cool it's that's awesome. the one i want is they're super cool they're, it's a with the, the pocket one type yeah, right? the pocket one, yeah 4k <gasps> they're cool oh my god i need to check that out right now because yeah, that's actually that. i was actually gonna buy that like i'm not even kidding they're awesome they're because cool i need to go toys. to la so i was like i need a vlogging camera it's perfect but stuff like that, people will buy it, right? And they won't they won't use it. Yeah. They'll just try it once and try it for themselves and they won't push that upload button. Yeah. What are, what are, what are some tips that you can give these people? Because for me, I do it because I know it's gonna build my brand more. It's yeah. gonna be it's it's gonna make me the person that's influenced mm -hmm. that type of content, right? What what advice would you give these people? Well, first of all, sorry for my freak out because I literally was just like, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh second, it's honestly you know, when I when I first started in 2017, well, 2016, I started officially. But in 2017, when I was, you know, I guess the beginning stages of my career, um, I had a lot of companies that wanted to work with me. And uh, I was super small. And I was just like, holy shit, these people want to work with me. They want to pay me. You know, like it was pretty amazing. So I think a lot of people think that, you know, starting small, people are going to make fun of you. And some people are, don't get me wrong. But Think about it again in the bigger picture, you know, where you can lead. A lot of people did not have faith in me when I first started. They were they didn't get it. They were just like, girl, really? You're trying to do you're trying to be another one, you know? And they never thought, you know, that I was gonna get anywhere. But I mean, I I got to go on this trip with benefit. I, I'm working with companies now and it took a long time to get here. And the road is very lonely. It is very hard. But you just never know what that one upload will get you, you know, and you just have to just fucking go for it. And to be honest, I never thought I would be here. Like if I if 
I would tell 2016 Luis, like, oh, look at what you accomplished. I would be like, shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's yeah. bullshit, you know? But that was just my, my you know, me being self-conscious, me being scared. And um, again, I still remember when I first pressed that live button and I was just like, holy shit. I remember I went to my mom's couch and I did I not start crying. I was just like, oh my God, I cannot. And it was only 1.4 thousand people, you know? And I was just like, oh, it was only, no, but you know, <laughs> it, and I freaked out because I was on YouTube for such a long time and I would only get two, 300 people watching. And when I had this, I was just like, I had never hit past the 1000 mark ever. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, you know? So you just never know what the road looks like. You just have to just go, just, just go. go for it. Press that, press that record button press that upload button and you will never know what happens. Like I'm telling you, it's so crazy. It's so fucking crazy. People just don't, they don't get it. They don't get social media, yeah. but it's happening. It's you're, I'm seeing more bloggers. I'm seeing more influencers pop up here and it's fucking amazing. It honestly, it makes me so happy because to be honest in the scene of trying to make something of myself, I've been at it since 20, 2007, but I really only have come across what I truly wanted to do you know, until 2016. So it's been a long road, but it's possible. It right. really is 100% and 10,000% possible. Yeah, it's put in the work. And, yeah, and, and believing yourself. Yeah. It sounds stupid, but believing yourself because, again, no one else will, and it yeah. sucks. That's true. And it's, it's lonely. It yeah. really is. People are going to make fun of you all the time. People will make fun of me as well. Sometimes even some of my family members, like, well, not close ones, but, like, you know, they'll just be like, el famoso, you know, and just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Nah, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm just like, no, you know, I, I, I just do what I do. And if it comes with it, it comes with it, yeah. you know, because to be honest, it, it's not something that I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm famous. You know, no, it's not even right. like that because I'm not. I really am not. I just see myself kind of like when I used to work in radio. Some people would be like whenever I would go to concerts and stuff like that, you know how you have that uh, that van where it just has a I forgot what it's called. Um, but anyways, you know, you're transmitting yeah, live from outside. Yeah. People live would come remotes. and say, yeah, live remotes, yeah. yeah. Uh, people would come up and say, hi, you know, like, oh, I listen to you or whatever. So I just feel like it's me back in the day as in, in radio, you know, or in TV sometimes where I, I would be with the remotes and people would come and say hi and they would take pictures and stuff like that. But um, I feel like it's a it's a, it's a a good thing, you know, sometimes because you don't get to see your, your hard work because social media, you don't get paid for. Yeah. You get paid for it through a third-party avenue. Um but I feel like the people coming saying hi and, and saying that they appreciate you and they, they look up to you and, and they inspire you, the simple messages, that honestly, they mean the world. By people just fucking just watching me. I'm just like, I could have two people and I'm just like, thank you. God, I, and I, you have to be thankful because at any given moment, it could all be taken away and they're just going to be like, you know what? I don't fuck with you. Yeah. On to the next. Yeah. I always feel like that because my industry is all Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, yeah. all advertising. So like these big, huge companies close down from day to day is like, shit, I'm out of work. Yeah. That's it, it's always a huge fear of mine. It, it is. And but you know what? There's there's so many avenues for you that trust me, there's more company. There's hundreds of companies that will want to work with you, you know. And to be honest, I've worked with companies that are don't even fit my, you know, fit what I do, yeah. but they still want to work with me, you right. know? And it, like, for example, one of my, one of my top companies that, that'll work with me is Via del Sol Construction, or, or I don't know if I can say that. Can I yeah, say yeah. that? Oh, yeah. uh, you know, so it's a construction company and they love to work with me time and time again. Now I don't get paid to advertise. I work with them because I love their, their homes and stuff like that. Like, you know, that I just absolutely love them. But like in the sense of monetization, they'll help me out by sponsoring, you know, parties or, or you know, and they get to promote themselves. So it's kind of like a collaboration every right, single right. time, you know, just to make the event bigger all the time. So I think that's uh, smart on your part. Yeah. So before we finish a podcast, I always ask this to everybody. Uh, in all your 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 years, so excuse me, okay. speak, in all your years of living, right, all this experience you accumulated, mm -hmm. what's the best piece of advice you can give anybody? Uh, you have to believe in God. Uh, I know that people probably don't sometimes, but if, if he doesn't want it for you, it's not going to be for you. So I feel like you should always pray and say, if you're going to do something, just always pray to him. Cause honestly, when I even first started this, I remember, cause again, I was in a corner. I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I literally did not know there was so much stress and pressure put on me because 
<clears throat> you know, we were struggling financially. You know, our, our, our parents, my parents were, were struggling. We were fucking struggling so bad. Like, truly, we were about to lose our home. We were in such a rut that when I started this, you know, I wasn't getting paid. I really wasn't, you know. So I just went on. I just tried it, you know. So, but I remember I, I prayed to God and I said, if this is for me, you will open up doors. And if it's not, you're going to let me know. And there's there's a huge spiritual level of, of what you do in life with God that if you don't put him number one, you're just going to constantly be opening up a door that's going to come back to the exact same step where you were at because you need to remember that si Dios no quiere, no, lo va, no, va, no va a pasar. Y si Dios quiere, va a pasar. So I feel like if you say, God, I really want this, and I know you have the best interest in me, but if this is for me, it's, it's going to be for me. And I, I'm going to put all of my trust in you and let it happen. Oh, después de que dije todas las malas palabras, and I'm over here talking about God. No, but honestly, like, God is key. And, and people can say whatever they want to say, but he's number one. And if he, you always have to pray to him, you know, always. And literally every single thing I do now, um, you know, because, again, it was instilled in me since since I was a kid, you always have to pray and say, I, I'm putting this in your hands. Even if you're traveling somewhere, say, God, I put you in our hands, you know, because, again, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Mm -mm. Luis, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks I appreciate your me. time. No, of course. So th this is the end of the podcast. And uh, once again, you can catch Luis on all his social media channels. So can you tell him again? Uh, Instagram and Facebook under Luis Alejandro Beauty. Awesome. Luis, thank you very much, bro. No, thank you. I really appreciate your time.